0: hey everyone i'm lewis mallet welcome to the podcast this episode was originally recorded on one of my live streams if you want to watch or listen to more of my content please follow me on the various social media channels please leave a review subscribe and i hope you enjoy we are live awesome hey everyone thank you so much for joining us whether you're watching live After the event on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, wherever you're watching, thank you so much. I finally managed and I've been trying for ages to get one of my favorite people, Stacey Shearer, welcome, to join me on my live stream. Um, She's absolutely awesome. She's currently VP Talent Management at Covetris. She was at Apple for ages. She's worked in, well, she's from Scotland. You'll hear her accent when she starts speaking. Um, She lived in Asia. She's now in Denver, Colorado and she's got up super early. So thank you so much. Thanks for
1: Morgan. having me Lewis, this is awesome.
0: Pleasure, pleasure. So you're in your, you're in your new home office?
1: I am, it, it's actually a basement. I don't know if you can see the windows. I haven't painted it yet, but it has better internet. I will work on that over time. I but love yeah, it. Ignore the windows, but it's, it's soundproof apparently. So maybe my husband won't hear us and we won't <laughs> wake him up,
0: who knows? Well, hopefully he's watching. Oh, I, hope not, I hope he's watching, I hope he's watching. I just wanted to show you what you showed me this one thing before we went live, which I feel like you need to show everyone. This is that Lego oh, that really? you said you built last night.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> can you see it or should I bring I it?
0: you might just show us, just show us. I okay, need I'll bring support. it, I'll bring it. Go on. So
1: me... this is, I'm not sponsored. Lewis and I are not sponsored by Lego, nice. uh, but this is, I made it. Look at this. Nice. I mean, isn't it awesome? It's for pride. I, I know a few people that might be watching this that have also gone it because of that, but you have to put it together. It, it's not easy, people.
0: Lego's so, hard. It is hard, hard, but
1: it's also good for the brain, I feel, Lewis. Anyway, we'll just
0: I'm I've been trying to help my kids. Um your husband has just um commented oh. saying he is listening. So Oh
1: fabulous. Thank you. That's great.
0: Um, <laughs> so so we're gonna talk about culture and we've yes. talked about this loads over the time yeah. we've known each other which seems like ages um, but what is what to start with what is culture exactly
1: so there's all these perfect descriptions of culture right to me company culture which is what we're talking about because you could go down a rabbit hole with culture culture uh, yeah. but to me it's all about the connection the beliefs the values what it means to be a part of that company what is it for you? What's the experience? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Lewis? What do you think?
0: For me, it's been interesting because I, different to you, I've, I've grown up in small companies. Like, I've built my own company. And I've been thinking about it a lot. And, and to start with, when you say culture, for me, I think about my own personal culture. Yeah. And then I think about, like, how my company's grown up over time, how I behaved in other companies. I worked for a few mm-hmm. other companies, and then, and then for me, it's, it's like the vibe, like the feeling someone gets. Like I want someone who works with me to be like, you know, I really love working there. Or if they've started their career with me, I want them to be like, that was like the formative times of my career. You know, like that, just kind of that feeling yeah. and that. Vibe. So for me, that's what it is. And I've gone through so many iterations. You know, you speak to people like, when you set, when you set up a business, everyone's like, what are your values? Do your, And you go through this like really structured thing. <laughs> Boring. But for me. This feels like, you know?
1: So I want to ask you about that because I do feel like to your point. So what, when you meet somebody for your company, right? You meet them and you think, oh, can I work with this person? Can they do the work? But are they going to be fun to work with? Right? Because the work's hard, but are they going to be fun? Is it going to be a fit? what's
0: going to be a fit for you might not be a fit for them. Life's short, you know? Yeah. And for me, it took me a while to like be comfortable saying this, but it's the same whether, whether it's working, or hiring people to work with me yeah. or working with clients, you want to work with nice people, you want to be happy. You want to work with people that value you and things like that. And so I want to give people the same in return. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's it. You know, it's like um I mentioned this quote to you the other day, Simon Sinek. Customers will never love a company until the employees love it first. Which Ooh, I thought was love awesome.
1: that.
0: You know, it's it's so important. It. Mm-hmm. You know, and also, you know, look, being it's so many skills are being commoditized now. Yeah. But the, the human stuff for me is just getting more and more important. And so, and you're right, like for me, if I'm hiring people for myself, kindness and empathy are like the two number one traits I I, I want to, I look for.
1: That's the future, Lewis. If you, especially over COVID, right, there was so much, everybody experienced it so differently, but it also opened yeah. up this, do we care about each other? How are you doing? Are you okay working from home? With the kids in the background and, you know, our animals in my case with the five cats and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay with it? And having that, I've worked in companies a long time ago where they didn't ever ask how you were doing. And it was fine because I didn't know any better, but you bring so much of yourself to work now that it is important to say, oh, hey, how are you doing? And actually wait for a response.
0: Yeah, but you know, when I was in the office, I was like, hey, how are you doing? I didn't wait to hear the answer a lot of the time. You know what it's like? You know what it's like though? You like you you walk in pre-Covid, yeah. right? What they call it, BC, before Covid. Um, <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> you'd go in and you'd be like, "Hey, hey, you'd be all you know." I'd be like myself, uh-huh. like nice and friendly and stuff. But then you wouldn't really like wait for the answer. Like there wasn't time, you know. Whereas, whereas I found over Covid, like I have the time, or I've like made sure that I've I've dedicated the time. Um, That's the key.
1: I, you always had the time but you made sure you dedicated the time. Yes. Right?
0: Yes. And it's important.
1: It it makes the difference, I think, because the work, the work is the work, and the work can be hard and challenging and awesome, but who you get to do it with, that matters. And I've always found in, in previous companies too, I had great colleagues, and I moved around a lot in different departments, so I had a lot of different managers, but the people I got to work with, oh, I mean, even in completely random, I was in an analytics, business analytics team one time, and I thought, well, I'm not a quant, so this is might suck a little bit. Uh, for them, not for me, because I was fascinated by data. But we went, like every team meeting, I was just fascinated by everything they were doing. And I didn't really feel like I belonged there, but they were so appreciative. And I learned so much about it truly about being there and even now i still connect with those people and we help each other out if i get asked a business data question i'm like oh i could call my buddy amit and he'd help me right so i think it's long it's longer lasting you know and that makes a difference you have relationships that go the test of time
0: yeah yeah. those are things people remember you know Mm -hmm. like the experience that you that, that how you make them feel you know really important did you find them because you worked at Apple who are I think still the largest company on the planet although I'm not really sure but up there (laughs) did you find there was on culture did you find there was an Apple culture or did you find that it was dependent on who you working with most closely
1: oh my goodness what a wonderful experience Apple you sign on so so Apple and this gets to your point about the candidates right so when you go through the interview back back then, and I didn't have the pleasure of joining back when Steve Jobs was there, uh, and obviously he built it. But in my interview process, I had so many awesome people, and it was such a good experience. And I thought, oh, this could be fun if I get it. But I was so oh maybe I won't get it because it's a pretty cool company. And then I joined, and the onboarding experience, Lewis. There was one thing I'll never forget, and they said. You know, when you meet people, they treated you like a long-lost relative that you really missed that you wanted to see. And everybody was like, hey, Lewis, nice to see you. How are you doing? And just that whole experience, it was an onboarding. It was just amazing. Everybody was kind and awesome. And they gave us this little card, and it said, you come here to do the things that nobody normally does. You make the impossible possible. You work the weekends, you know, you give everything. And they started it from day one. And every single other thing that followed was the same. They didn't have titles, nobody cared. But if you were in the room, you had to be in the room. You were on. And yeah. if you got you got to work with smart people, and most of the time they were way smarter than you. And it was such an awesome feeling because they would say, Well, what do you think? And you you'd have to come up with ideas on the fly. So everything yeah. they talk about most of it, I would say in the good thing it really lived up to that and you got to do work that guess what you never got to do anywhere else but we would create stuff that's not ever been done and unfortunately we can talk about it because that's the Apple secret sauce but it was just truly really doing the best work they sold you on come here and do the work that you can't do it. you can't do anywhere else and I talk to candidates and people now after that and I say, look, I want your brain to hurt for the right reasons because mine did. And it was awesome. You go home at the end of the day and you're like, I'm totally brain dead, but I'm feeling awesome because I've used every brain cell to think about how I can make the work and the experience better.
0: Who doesn't want yeah. that, Lewis? And did you find that was the same? Cause you joined in Asia, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you find that was the same when you went to the U S like, was this culture like, oh wait, like they just made manage to build it. So it was, that experience was the same everywhere?
1: Yeah, a little bit different. I would say fundamentally, yes, you do come and do the best work and when you're in meetings and all of that. I would say, though, that Asia culture and the US culture is different. In Asia, it was, and I've only been, lived in a few places in Asia, but the people there are just, they're collective, right? So it's, we are in this together, and right. there's a lot of, if we fail, we fail together, and there's a lot of we And then when I first moved to Cupertino, I heard a lot of I, right? Right. And it wasn't, it's not something people do intentionally. It's just those little things that I thought, oh, this is a bit different. So it was still you're there to do great work, but it was just the way you interacted with colleagues was a little bit different. To your point about how are you doing, that's so funny because in, when I moved to the US, a lot of people would say, hey, how are you doing? And they just keep walking. And I would be like, I'm fine, how are you? Oh, oh, we're not doing that, okay, let's move on. So I wasn't used to it. I was used to having a conversation and I was like, oh, we don't do that. Oh, they would say, we have to have coffee. And I'd be like, when? And then we'd be gone and I'm like, oh, that's just a greeting. Like there's some things where I thought, I have to get used to that because it's a different place.
0: It's so true. That's so true. Yeah. What's really nice to hear is your experience in the interview process oh, yeah. sounds like that what they what they sold to you turned out to be true. Because yeah. so many, so many people I speak to, you know, they they get sold on, you know, they get sold on the story. Um, yeah. and then they start and then you know you catch up with them a few months in and it's like, mm, not really what I thought it was going to be like. Yeah. You know. That's
1: what hard, they... Lewis. That's hard because you're, you're not, like, it, it's hard because, especially now, it's a two-way thing. So it isn't just, I remember my first job. Two-way
0: in, in what way?
1: two-way, two-way in, way, like, you are joining a company and they are also, they want to hire you. So it's yeah. not, back when I first joined a company, it was, I have to make a paycheck, so I need this job. And now yeah. I find it's a lot more, Oh, what kind? Of, I get asked a lot more. What's the company values? What's it like working there? That never used to happen because you were so caught up in I'm gonna get a pay, I'm gonna get a job that pays me a salary. And now it's what do you do? What's development at your company? Will I grow? They're questions that I think are awesome. And how you answer them consistently, to your point, is a wee bit tricky because if you have somebody that answers one way and then somebody else that doesn't, you could lose a really good candidate because you're not consistent. And to your point, you might tell them stuff that isn't true. And that's not cool.
0: True. No, you're right. Now, say nowadays, but it's really changed now. A lot of job seekers, young people, all the way through... through, um, a lot of them are like really thinking about like what's your corporate responsibility, like what is the social impact, what are you gonna do for me? There's also though this real rise of like the gig economy. And a lot of a lot of people are really comfortable having a multiple multiple jobs. They're also very, very comfortable to leave. You know, if it's not right, I'm off. Because with all this technology, I mean, you know, you know what's yeah. around, right? You hop on LinkedIn for free. You search for jobs. You can hop on Glassdoor. Uh, you know how much you should be paid, right, because yeah. you can get all the data. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so nowadays there's so much available that I think companies need to just work so much harder, you know, open, yeah. honest, and, yeah, provide the stuff they need to provide. And for me it's this, like, really cool vibe. I want to do my – I do my best work when, like, it's a, cool, it's a cool atmosphere and the people are really nice and I'm happy and things like that.
1: You know, the the thing that I share with people a lot, you have a culture, whether you work on it or not. So it's yeah. it's there, right? So to you, I think you would mentioned, we have to be intentional about how we are going to live up to what we say we're going to do, right? Yeah. So if your website says a certain thing, do we really believe that? Is it just words, right? You'd mentioned about when you first started, you have to do, everybody talks to you about the standard stuff. Did you do your mission, vision, strategy, culture, right? But how do you really experience it? What does it really look like to work with you? Like when Adiola and your team first reached out to me, she was amazing. And she had took the time. Like when we talk about the candidate experience, when you go on LinkedIn, and I get this a lot, and I'm sure people watching will too. You get reached out by headhunters, and they'll say, "Do you have the? Are you interested in a chat?" Um, or if you have somebody else, and it's a bulk standard email, right? And when you get it, I don't know about many people here, but I care about that stuff. So I'm like, "Well, you haven't even bothered to really look at my skills. I don't even really know if this job is related to me. So I'm just going to delete it." But Adiola and your team had reached out and said, based on your experience, based on this and that, we really think you'd be a great fit for an opportunity we have. Would you like to have a chat? And the whole experience of her and then to you was consistent with when you say, we care about having a cool vibe, being kind. That whole experience really lived up to it. And it made me go, I'll have a chat with them, right? So if you're a recruiter, it's really hard now to be a really good one and get people's interest. But I also sometimes challenge that and say, well, if you really take a few more minutes to find the right candidate, but really tailor it for them. I mean, the right candidate on paper, we can talk about what that means in reality. But on paper, if you really take a few extra minutes, they might call you back and it might lead to something really great.
0: absolutely. And and also just linking it to culture, as you you know, incentives govern behavior. And in, and in a lot of in a lot of recruitment firms, um, it's you're, you're, you're remunerated on personal performance. Like there's this there's this kind of pressure, you know, like you need to get the role filled quick. Your, your clients like right, where are my where are my candidates? And then so it's it's easy it's easy to see how people can slip into that kind of uh, that kind of behaviour. But then also, if you take a step back and you think, well, it's all about making friends with people, you know, like human connection whether it's internally or externally, then you can really quickly get into these good habits. Yeah. You know, and then it and then it feeds into everything that you do. But you can you can see how people can really, you know, you let a few things slip, you know, you don't give feedback to someone, you know, we're human, we sometimes forget, but if you start getting into the habit of these things, it really it drifts and you know.
1: And what about read. assessments, Lewis? I mean that's the that's assessments, assessments no. Are one way right they
0: are the company the of awesome so, individuals did that right well let's let's yeah let's put i'm going to put there's loads of comments here oh, our friend okay. taylor feels like we need to put taylor on hey taylor you're interviewing the company just as they are interviewing you exactly very true let's talk let's talk about the assessments uh-huh. um so i think um I think it's right that, you know, a company, I talked about this on my, I did an espresso on Wednesday. It's basically me talking to myself for about 10 minutes. Um, But it's about how many interview rounds is too many. And I did a poll on LinkedIn. Yeah. um, And I just asked, you know, would you rather more or less interviews? And like 67% of people who responded, there were about 550 people, said less the better. But if you you look into it, it, it really what, what I took out of that was most people, like 67% have had a bad experience in an interview process. Uh, Cause you know, you might yeah. have to do some assessments. Maybe you have to meet 10 or 12 people because you're going to be the chief people officer and you've yeah. got loads of different stakeholders. But I think if you set expectations as a company and you say, look, this is what the interview processes are going to look like. Yeah. We'll do it in a timely manner. It's not like weeks and weeks in between.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and you appreciate their time because every interview, you know, if you if you really want the job, you're going to do what an hour or two thinking time prep. At
1: least, yeah.
0: You've got at least an hour interview. You're going to like download afterwards. How did it go? And just like get yourself, you know, mm-hmm. out of it. That's like, you know, that's maybe five hours, let's say, per interview. Yeah. So I think if you're hiring, you've got to respect people's time and pay them back with feedback because you don't pay them to come to the interview. you don't pay them for their time you ask them to a 90 day plan they'll do your 90 day plan they won't get the job you maybe some people use some of the content for their so you know for me feedback is the price you should pay for people's time so
1: Um, i have a thing Lewis, and we can attach it where i prefer feed forward right and there's a slight difference but to your point the feedback is such an issue because people are really busy so when they schedule interviews What I find is that just the discipline of who's going to talk to this candidate about what, right? And then afterwards, give them something they can use and make sure it's real. Because a lot of people, I talk to some people, unfortunately, afterwards where they maybe haven't had feedback. And the point of the feed forward is what can they take? Because when you start with a candidate, you know this, you get in their head about maybe another job. So they might not have been looking, but if you take weeks, they're going to start looking because they get excited about the prospect and maybe find another job. And then you lose them because maybe you haven't given them something that's helpful. So if you say uh, there's, for example, we've changed location, well, maybe they would have moved, right, and nobody asked them. So then it's a super awkward conversation where they say, well, we say we're changing location, and they say nobody asked me. Right, It sucks for them, and you could lose them as a customer. Ultimately, to your point in the beginning about Simon Sinek, you could lose them because if they have an experience, if they're the right potential culture fit, and maybe for right now they're just not there, you can lose them and you and I know if you have a sucky experience, you're gonna to want to tell people and then you're gonna go oh. last door and then you're gonna tell all your friends that it's up, and then the company, the next thing you know, people are talking about how they're not want to go work there. It's yeah. so important.
0: Treat candidates like they're like your best customer.
1: Yeah.
0: Would you treat your best you customer like
1: that? I mean or like how yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Let's put a few let's let's put a few comments up and have a... Before we dive, uh Kenny, I've learned that people forget what you said, but people will oh. forget what you did, but people will never forget how you make them feel. Yes, very, very true. Yes.
1: That is uh, true. that is all about the experience, right? If yeah. you uh, I think I, I did miss the point about the interviews with the managers, right? If you don't have time, don't meet the candidate. Yeah. Because you're you're not gonna make them feel special. If you're distracted. If you're looking at your phone, that stuff all matters. If you can be, there's no excuse now because we have these little Zoom things. So you yeah. don't have to be in the car. If if you can take the time to listen to people and truly hear them, that just makes such a difference. Even if you don't hire them, you make that connection.
0: True. And even on, on video is so important. My friend was interviewing for a CFO role the other day and he was asked to come with, on a panel interview, three people. On Zoom? On Zoom. Oh, okay. One person, one of them had their camera off.
1: Oh. Then the other,
0: the other was looking, looking clearly. You know, you can see, like, I've been looking at some comments. (laughs) You can see I'm, like, looking at comments. Uh You could see the person was, like, typing, and then the other person was sniggering a little bit. I mean, it was like, Oh. I mean, he was like, do you want me here or not?
1: But that's the point, right? If you get that we all show up on behalf of the company that we work for, right? So if you get that experience, chances are that CFO, he's not gonna take the job, or if he takes the job, it's just gonna be for the money and whatever, and he's not gonna be invested to do his best work, and he's gonna to move to somewhere better who appreciates him. Because yeah. if they're doing that now, and he hasn't even joined. Uh,
0: and he said, look, you what? invited me for the interview. <laughs> you know, I got tapped on the shoulder by a headhunter, asked to reply. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've taken the time to prepare. At least do me the courtesy of, you know, of being polite. There's a lot of those experiences um, that I hear, which is a shame. I want this. This comment leads us on nicely to my next my okay. next point. Um, so, David, culture can ebb and flow with changes within an organization. In your opinion, what is the most important step to take course correct when you identify culture starting to get off the rails? Great question. And I was going to bring in. Because, well, not because you're Scottish, but I wanted to mention it anyway. (laughs) Um, Brewdog, for those that don't know Brewdog, um, they're a Scottish company. Great, well, say really great story. Um, And they sell beer and they have pubs. A lot in the UK. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think they've started to go international as well. I'm sure they've got something in Vegas, but I'm not sure. Um, But recently, uh, there was an organisation set up. I'm going to read it here called um, uh, Punks With Purpose.
1: Punks and, love and, and they wrote okay, this well thing
0: it. it was really fun they said it's sometimes said that a lie can make it right around the world before the truth can even tie its laces which i love that quote oh, um, essentially crazy. saying uh, over 300 people who have left BrewDog dog now are complaining that the culture's toxic and all of those things so like are there any things that things that companies can do of course yeah. correct. Uber had the same thing, but I remember back in 2017, mm-hmm. I think they, most of their board had to leave. Um, what do you think?
1: So I do, it's funny, thank you David for mentioning that. It's never too late, right? As we've seen with Uber and others where they can do it, uh, the key point there in your question is starting to go off the rails, right? So yeah. clearly it is a good culture to begin with, so for me, I think there's, there's key points. There's leaders, and what are the leaders doing? Because it's, you have to be intentional about how you show up. And it's all the stuff we talked about, Lewis, right? Being present for people. But if you, what fundamentally do people want? They want to be heard. They want to have their, their contribution matter. And you know what? Most of the time, employees know when things aren't going so well. So if you go to them and say, we're really struggling right now. We feel like we're losing our way. What do we need to do? You're going to get that from them. They're going to tell you what to do. Some of it might not be good to hear. So it might be, you know what? I'm not getting the support I need from my leader. Well, you've got to be able to deal with that quickly because if you don't, you're going to lose really good people. But I would just start with employees. I don't think we do enough of asking people, how are you doing? And really listening to, are they, do they wake up and are they excited? There's a thing now, I think it has a name for it, stay interviews. Ask people, what do you like about this company? What do you not? And change it. Don't just ask them. Don't just do the org health and then look at the data. Some people fill those in and they don't want a hard time, so they might lie. They might. You can't yeah. take it as a given, right? So sure. in, now it's hard because of Zoom. So you don't really know if the culture as a whole, right, is really getting along. But you know in your interactions, are people happy? Are they excited to get the work done? Are they burned out? You know, are they taking time off to take care of themselves? There's a lot of things you can do. There's, remember in the airports where they used to have those little kiosks and they had the little faces? Oh.
0: Yeah, still have
1: oh, that. Like you, you could do that. that, right? I'm sure that there's a methodology to that, yeah, I'm right. to share that. In the chat. Like I'm sure you could do that. But just asking people how they feel, but the key is don't just ask. Be prepared to do what needs to be done to change it. Yes. Like, that's something that's easy potentially. Uh, I love that. No, I love
0: that. It's true. So it's essentially, you know, speaking to people and asking them what yeah. they want. You know, no one size fits all model and being being really human about it.
1: It's the same, I think, about recognition, and I would add to that, and engagement. Because if you do, like recognition for us, we are looking at, okay, what does it really look like to recognize each other? Back in the day, again, it would be a manager's job. No, it's not anymore. Yeah. If I appreciate you, I'm gonna tell you I appreciate you and why. And you know what, if I'm in, if I'm in a company, I'm gonna tell you and your manager. And I'm going to put them all on blast because you did awesome things. Too often, because it's hard, people are burnt out because of COVID and they're home and they're fed up with it, wearing the masks. It's so easy to blame things and say to people, you're not doing a good job for stuff. But what if we said, you know what? We're going to look at the beauty of people. They're working hard. They're getting stuff done. You made a really good contribution in that meeting. That stuff matters, Lewis, because if you're calling them out, even if their manager doesn't see it, at least they know that you're bringing it to them. And yes, we should be yeah. thanking people right now. It's hard to do the job from your basement or wherever, and you've got your kids at home. And people are doing mm-hmm. their very best, and they want to be appreciated. And if you give them that, they will do so much more, and they'll work until they shouldn't. And you know, they'll do all the things because they value the and the appreciation. It's a little That's things. So
0: true. No, it's so true. It's so true. You know, it, the good culture is, is a huge draw for people to join. And mm-hmm. so and, and like number one reason people leave, you yeah. know, like a lot of a lot of people when I speak to them, you know, why are you looking to leave? What's the motivator if, they're, if, they're, if the drivers to leave their firm? And it's all around people, you know, team, manager, mm-hmm. feedback, things like that. You know, it's very it's very seldom like money.
1: Yeah, you know, well, money doesn't people. come into play after all of those things, right? For sure. You you start For sure. to think, uh, and then you might tell a company. The thing that makes me it, it makes me concerned is that sometimes that's what's shared when the real reason isn't money. So then yeah. companies can spin their wheels a bit and go, okay, we'll just pay people more. It's it's yeah. sometimes not even most of the time, it's not that. Because they joined, so they joined, the money was fine, right? If you think yeah. about it. And then they're
0: leaving because of money, maybe not. Yeah, well, I, I spoke to this someone the other day and he was like, I'd give away like some of my salary to be able to, he wanted to work from home more and this firm were mandating, he comes back, which we'll talk about work from home culture in a sec. Yes. You know, so you'll find this, there's, 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 if you ask people to, to, to your point, you know what is important to you? What do you value most? And, and, you, run, and you listen to them, it's all, it's all different. Yeah. Um, and if you if people if people feel like you're you're taking an interest in them,
1: mm-hmm. then
0: you behave in the right way. Then hopefully they'll do the same with other people. And then you start to build this like nice, caring culture.
1: We we have a, our one of our leaders has brought other people to this company and they come because of him. And you can tell like they will say, oh, yeah, I, I'm here because and. If, if the company isn't known, but to your point, their relationship. So they followed him over multiple companies because they believe in him. They have the connection. And if he says this is a company to be, they're going to go. And that's yes. the point, right? It's not the company is the people. So if yes. you have that, you have a responsibility as a leader, but also as a team member, too. It's not just the leadership. You also have a responsibility as a team member to say, how am I going to show up? Can I affect the culture? Because we can in team meetings and how we shop. We can do that. There's a limit, though. You need leadership support, but
0: still, work from home. Very, very true. I want to ask you about cancel culture. Now, now this is—I know this is a tricky one. And I did, I, as you know, I'm going to talk about one other poll I did. I have gone overboard on polls recently, um, but I mean, way, 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 too, way too many people uh, are afraid to share their views online and all these things and it links for me to you know to culture and, and all these things you know the the the, the, um, the conversation is all around bringing your authentic self to work yes you know like yeah. be yourself be authentic self all of these things right and then and then you, you think about it and it's interesting it's I think most people mean bring your authentic self to work as long as you believe what I believe
1: you uh-huh. know, and yeah. then,
0: and, and I think it, you know, over the we had the US elections recently, or you, you guys had, and it must have been very difficult where you have these big companies and you have Democrats, Republicans, Trump supported it, yeah. you know, and there's so much like, um, it's so polarized. Yeah. I think it really shows, you know, it's difficult to work with people who you know have yeah. an opposing view. And most humans find it difficult to have a normal conversation with someone who they completely disagree with, it always gets a bit heated. So uh-huh. you're always taught at school, like don't speak about politics, they speak about religion, they speak about race. Uh-huh. But it feels like, should you? You should be able to, right? Like if I wanna speak, yeah. what do you think?
1: I think, so So as you know, and <laughs> most of the people, <laughs> if they join and they know me, so I wouldn't, what you see is what you get. I, I don't, I've been around too much and tried over the years to be be a bit more, be a bit more serious be a bit more bored like be a bit less this. Oh, now you've gone too far. You're now an nice queen. <laughs> Come on, right? So you do that in your career, right? You, you listen to people intently like a sponge. You go, okay, I've got to change. I, I just, I don't know if it's just experience living in different countries. I don't know, but I just view it as you have to show up as yourself because life is too short to be somebody else. Yeah. And it just genuinely... If you can't bring your whole self, I think BC, before COVID, it was different, but now none of the rules apply. They just don't. So for me, I think it's hard for me personally because it's also a good thing I'm Scottish because people, we're we're neutral, it would seem, uh, because people will tell me if they're Trump supporters or not, right? And I've, I'm fascinated by the whole politics in this country and the way that it shows up. But even in my own family, I have a brother-in-law who, who really supports Trump and my brother-in-law is Mexican. So, and I don't understand that because of the things that Trump has said about Mexicans. So, you know, there's there's craziness in the house too, right? But I wouldn't, I say that it's to me, if you can't show up and have a respectful conversation with a colleague about how you feel, Yeah. It's a new age. If if you are, if people are saying you have to be like me, people are going to move. There's so many opportunities now everywhere globally that it's not, if you try and shut it down, you're going to, that's a culture thing. So you're going to help people feel like I can't be myself. I mean, now we have, it's pride month, right? You can get a better month, but why do we only have pride month? Why isn't it more inclusive, right? We have such a long way to go to be a part, to have companies really take it seriously and not just to tick the box. So many opportunities to say, what do we really mean for people to be included? If if you can't speak about what you care about, then you're going to find a company where you can and they're going to win. Even if, you know, you're in a company that you love right now, if you can't speak up, yeah, I just definitely. don't, I don't think people will stand for that in the future, don't you? I, I just
0: don't think. I I I think it's important, like, for understanding as well, you know, have these conversations with people, yeah. being able to, you know, I want to be able to sit down and say that I don't understand or I'd love mm-hmm. to talk this through with you, um, but not for it to be heated, you know, just as, oh, really? you know, just as a, <laughs> yeah. a respect, because as long as you respect people, and this is like, the culture thing right like Mm -hmm. you want to build an environment where people feel comfortable saying to someone hey like I don't understand or I'd love to talk to you about this what do you think about this or you know my echo chamber on twitter is telling me this like what do you think or you know like you should be able to express yourself without obviously offending others and being respectful and you know all of those all of those good things I think it's it's important I think Um, the other thing on culture, and maybe I'm being a little bit cynical, but you see all of these awards, right? Like best company to work for like 2021 and best tech firm. And are you seeing there's a lot of time spent on marketing your culture versus actually like making it a place where people can you know be themselves and stuff?
1: I, lo- I love that topic, Lewis, because I absolutely hate those things. <laughs> So I hate those things because they're not always genuine. The best employer of choice, right? I want to be in a place where, guess what? We win that award because we live it. Because every day, like, I want to be in a place where people are lining up to come and join that company because they've heard it's so amazing. Not because there's a department. I had a company years ago and it was the right thing to do. So there was a whole host of people on it. And they were doing marketing, and they had, to your point, they had all these things, and they didn't win the award. But they were a really good company, but they didn't win the award. And then they had, okay, what do we have to do different next year? If you really live your values, so you and I talk a lot about kindness, relationships, the importance of empathy, right? We talk about that. Not all companies have that, and not all people appreciate that in the same way, right? So yeah. if you if you really if you go to a company and you feel like you're a fit there, that's the most important thing that should happen, right? You want to have a yeah. tell candidates, you want your brain to hurt for the right reasons, right? So yeah. if you join if you join a company and you have like-minded, brilliant people who want to do great things. The chances are you're gonna then perpetuate that through the culture if you're intentional about it and you protect it. So in the interview process, you make sure that people have like-minded values and things to you. There's ways you can protect it. You should be able to win those awards without having to go through a process. And it's money and all that too, which I just think it's a little overboard. You should be able to nominate your company just like you can go on Glassdoor and slash them. You should be able to say, I work for the best amazing company in the world and it's the best amazing company in the world for me because ABC. Like it's not always about quality of life. Sometimes it's about doing amazing things that haven't been done before and working with brilliant people. And you don't mind putting the hours in. And sometimes it's, you could be part-time and you could be happy because people care about you and you could even get stock, right? And Mm -hmm. that shows that the company values you and wants you to stay long-term it's not that hard. These things are not no. that hard, but you have to be intentional.
0: So I, my friend Lee, uh, if he's watching, he's done a great thing with his company. So he's given every employee, I think like one or 200 pounds to spend on someone else in the company. Oh, So I like love that. someone else, like spend it on someone that you think needs something like, you know, other spa day or uh, whatever, you know. So, you know, take the money on. that you spent on trying to win the best company awards, and give it to your employees um make them feel good happy give them some time off you so
1: know. on that lewis you you'd mentioned in your re blurb one of the blurbs uh so welcome gifts right so it's such oh, yes. a small thing but we have instituted there was a senior leader i don't know if he's on but there was a senior leader recently that was gonna join us and he was he's so brilliant and we had connected and I found out that he loves fly fishing and he has little doggies and they're they're older and they live in a really hot place. And, you know, go, during that process and then we went to hire him and I knew his company is just going to they're going to come back and they're going to offer him all these crazy things because he's so good. Right. And we sent him a welcome gift and that and it was tailored. It was a, I don't know if the person's here that I worked with, but she was just amazing. And we talked about, okay, we're going to send the dog something. We're going to send him a fly fishing net. Where can we get it, right? And it wasn't a big investment, but the appreciation, the picture he sent before he even joined to say thank you. Nice. Just those little things, Lewis. It's not, it's the personal thing of saying, I value you and I'm listening. And you care about this and I'm going to get to your point one size doesn't fit all I'm going to get you something that shows that you care and that connection now I don't know he's not he's maybe not on I can't comment if he is or not but he was going to meet the CEO after that and he said don't worry I'm definitely going to come and you know the CEO could have offered him more money I don't know does he need it probably not but I guarantee that made a difference And he still like takes every, this is my first week, this is my first month, this is what's happening. And you know, his dog was sick and we talked about that. There's a connection that matters and we represented the company in that case. And it just went a little bit further than a regular swag bag.
0: It's so important, that human connection. You know, it's this um, emotional intelligence yeah. which is the most important thing if you're gonna if, if people are, want to work on anything for me it's the emotional intelligence piece because you know with AI with the tech a lot of stuff's automated yeah. all of those things but your ability to do what you did interact with others to make people feel good I think yeah. super important I'm really and it good.
1: takes nothing it's, it's free just <laughs> <It's free>. <laughs> ask yeah. that's it, that's it.
0: But it's, that mind, but it's that mindset of, yeah. you know, right to the beginning of, you know, your point in the beginning of like, you know, they're interviewing you as, as well as you're interviewing them. So when you're hiring, appreciating that, that people have a choice, you know, yeah. and, they, and they do want to work in places that make them feel good, to treat them like humans, make them feel happy, stuff like that. Yeah. And so for me, number one trait to hire, like look for kind people that are considerate, high emotional intelligence, you know? Humility, um, also humility.
1: humility of being, a lot of people are really smart and you touched on this with the resume, right? There's so many people that have done so many awesome things, Yeah. but you can't do it alone. Nobody can. So if, you know, you're looking for somebody who's gonna be a leader and they've got those traits, how do they speak about the work? Do they use we? Do they talk about their team? Cause we all do stuff and we all contribute to it. But are they willing to not be threatened by people that are amazing? We had this thing at Apple where it was hire somebody better than you. And it's a scary thing because oh. you're saying, oh, I'm going to hire them. I'm going to take my job. But you know what? How relieving it is when you get people saying, oh, you hired them? Oh, they were a good hire. Good job. And then you realize, you know what? They are going to do great things. And if they're ready to do your job, let them do it. There's plenty of jobs. Like, don't get in the way because you want that particular status or not. Get them to get the work done that needs to be done because they'll do it better than you because they have different skills.
0: 100% true. It's so hard to do, though.
1: I know. Like, I think I, know. I think
0: it's it's really hard. Like, you know, this thing I did, uh, this thing about pedigree over potential. You know, like finding people that are you know, potentially great, like for a bunch of reasons. Maybe, maybe they are kind, considerate, emotionally mm-hmm. intelligent, all that stuff. Yeah. And then they can develop the other skills you need, but it's, it's it's hard to hire those types of people.
1: So on that note, Lewis, I do think this is an opportunity for us to be more inclusive with hiring though, because if you look at the practices, if you're looking for people who've been there, done that, they're gonna be people who've been there, done that. So you're not gonna get the potential energy. When I look at, I made a recent hire recently, phenomenal and really truly believe in her. Like believe in her with every single part of my being. She is gonna knock it out the park in her space. Is she the first candidate that our company said, oh, we have to have? No, but she's the one that will truly make a difference because she wants it. The other, we had a couple other candidates who were awesome but they just didn't want it the same. She wanted it. And you could tell she was hungry for it because she'd always been in that number two spot. And the number one spot had usually always been men, as an example. I don't want to do gender because gender is overused. But in that example in particular, she is gonna knock it out the park for the company. But you have to be in a comfortable place where you could challenge leaders and say, you know what, for our company right now, we need her. We don't need no. him. We need her because she's going to do stuff that he's not going to do because she has more energy around it. And yeah. within a week, I knew straight away she is going to knock it out of the park.
0: You've also got to remember that just because someone's done something before, it doesn't mean they're any good at it. And
1: They've just they also done it before. Ideas. Oh, this is how it's yeah. been done because I've done it. Are they going to reinvent it or reimagine it? Maybe not.
0: No, but you know how. The senior leaders need to give permission, if you like, for people lower down the organisation to be able to hire these people. Because, you know, if you're going through, a, let's say, the pandemic and your firm struggled, it's super hard to pass up the person from a competitor to go for someone that's completely different. who You think has the potential. You don't want to be the next one out the door if that person doesn't work out.
1: So, yeah. so it's, mm-hmm. There's it's another thing to that, Lewis. Who do you actually have in your company right now? Because here's the thing, and I've seen in a lot of companies we have amazing people. And the leaders can sometimes not see them. And they're sitting there in their jobs and they care more about the company than sometimes the leaders do. And they'll sit there and they'll say, Man, I just want to do ABC because it's the right thing. And maybe the leader will then say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with an external and I'm gonna see them as the knight in shining armor. They're gonna come in and fix us, right? And you've got a whole team of people if you just say and give them the opportunity to do what needs to be done. We do this um, in Covetris. We have amazing CEO, Ben Willen, and he does these coffee chats with skip, skip levels, right? He has drivers and everybody can join him, right? And his only thing is, what can we do better? And he listens and also admits, never thought about that. We should probably do that. But they have so much energy, everybody. And they're like, oh, this is my chance. I'm going to tell you. And they'll say, we're not moving fast enough. We want to get better products. And how can we do that? And they come up with so many ideas that makes me always think, why don't we think more about before we hire a position or even before we have it, Let's look at it and say, do we really need it? Because you know what? We've got a whole group of awesome people. Maybe they could do some different stuff. And maybe they'd be willing to take it on without an additional paycheck if we don't have the money or take that salary, give it to them. Because yeah. they totally knock it out of the park.
0: Yeah. You need the right culture for that, then, don't you?
1: <laughs> yeah. And it has to be consistent all the way through, right? Yeah. Because there's not, you, you can't have just one person who's saying it. And you, you can't have, culture is a funny thing though, because sometimes people think, well, we have values, so we're fine. No, well, it's not, it's not really, are we living the values? What's the experience? Yeah. Or health surveys and stuff like that can help if people are honest, but that goes back to, if you feel like you could be yourself, then you'll, you'll be able to be critical for the right reasons because everybody knows you have positive intent. And that's a really big key. If you really want to make the company better, do you want to make the company better for the greater good? Or do you just want to say something that looks smart in a meeting? You know, those kinds of things, it's really important to ask but listen and then do something about it. If you can't do anything about it, don't bother asking. Because there's no, you're just gonna upset people because they'll be like we answered and
0: you did nothing. It's true. It still and still it's it's all the way down from the top, you know. But then also, you know, for me or just individuals that are just you know behave behave in the in the in the right way or the way that you feel comfortable. Because yeah. you can be a leader at any part of the organization. Everybody. You know? is. Everyone's everyone's leading. You behave in the right way people will respect you for it. You'd be true to yourself, true to your, whatever your culture is, you know, like all of these things that have made you the person you are today. And you bring that. Um,
1: I've seen so many people that follow people in companies that don't have the titles. And they just, they follow them anywhere. And they're regular people who don't want the titles, but people listen to them and they respect them. And they're, most of the time, there's many individual contributors people would ride or die for and that helps the culture right and if if you see one of them and they're one of those people and they are not happy and you see them leave then you just see the culture go with them and you can't you know then it just to David's point then it's hard to bring it back if you're moving from different for example Covetris is moving from this manufacturing company to really be in high tech that's a big shift and that needs everybody on the bus. And yeah. you know, going through transformation is hard, but if you communicate with people, connect, build a relationship, talk to them, ask their opinion, you can get through it together. Really, it is that, I hate to say it because it sounds really simple, but if you do the basics, it brings people along and they're involved. And who doesn't want to be involved?
0: It's true, and this is you got to, and then and then it just stems back down to the hiring. Like think about oh. the most important things. It's also like you know this classic sports analogy. You know, would you fire your best performing football striker if everyone else hates them? You know, like uh-huh. never hire the number one. <laughs> you know, many examples, right? It's super. Would you hire? Would you fire your your best performing salesperson because because everyone else is leaving? It's a hard. My thing to point. Do. Is
1: hell yeah, but hell
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I have you know, being, being, you know, in conversations with good friends where I've seen companies and they really struggle because they don't. You have yeah. to, everybody knows who the people are that that need to move to their, find their right fit. And if you don't, like people who coast and rest and vest and all these things they see, but everybody knows who are the people that are in it for the right reasons, who are not who are the people who are, it's all about me, me, me. If if you're intentional and you make the right decisions, man, people will just follow you. And it just, you you could, the belief in someone, if you show them you care, you listen, you're doing something and you believe in them, you, you'll just, you don't knock it out of the park.
0: Beautiful mm-hmm. place to end. Stacey, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Great chat. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to leave a review and subscribe in all the usual places.